Welcome, everybody, to our morning prayer revolution podcast. My name is Doyal, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Vera. We lead a morning prayer um, in our daily podcast called Prayer Revolution because we believe that prayer is a vital part of life to guide us through difficult moments, through joyous moments, put us in a mindset to receive and to be guided by the divine will of life. Um, by a higher power. And so um, I'd like to um, open it up for Vera Budger, who leads us in a morning prayer every day, uh, put us in a heart space, and then um, and then we discuss about things going on in our lives, things going on in the world, and what it means to bring the mood of daily prayer into our life. So please, Vera, set the tone and, and, um, and, and lead us. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Doyle. Thank you for welcoming us. Uh, always warmth and empathy and kindness, and we're all feeling that. So those of us that have prayed with us before, you know, we're about to jump into. Those that haven't, uh, find a comfortable seat. Find a comfortable uh, place where you're either standing, you're sitting, but you are pausing whatever you are doing. You're pausing from what you're doing today and uh, giving yourself an opportunity to receive, tapping into grace. And so right now with your breath soften your body get into that space you're not in the mode of doing right now you're in the mode of being in the mode of calling out in the mode of receiving receiving grace from a higher power my dear lord help us to see the difficulties the challenges we may face as a part of your divine will when our faith is tested when we feel weak, when we doubt your will, give us the strength to continue knowing that you are with us. In these moments when we question how this feeling or experience could possibly be beneficial for us, let us pray to you for the eyes to see and the wisdom to recognize your hands shaping us every moment of our life. Help us to experience the pain and difficulties we may face as a catalyst for transforming our hearts. Transforming our hearts that love through all conditions. And that one day that I may love just the way that you love. Please transform our hearts today, my Lord. We're calling out to you. We want to experience your love. We want to be vessels and instruments of your love. Please help us to connect with your will, connect with truth, connect with wisdom. Let our consciousness be illuminated today. Help us to see everything in this world happening for a reason. And help us to be instruments of grace and positive change in our lives and the lives of all those that we touch. We call out your divine names, invoking your presence, that we may see you, we may feel you that much more in the moments to come. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Thank you so much for putting us in that space. I'm always deeply inspired by looking out at our live Zoomers who've got eyes closed and palms at prayer and tuning in and, and being with us and Thank you all those who are tuning in on Instagram Live also. If you're tuning in Instagram Live, we'd love you to join us and switch over to Zoom. 
we said at one point announcement May 1st and we would switch to Zoom, but it's today's May 1st and <laughs> we'll make that switch at some point, but we want you guys to all join us on Zoom at some point. Uh, we have a live Zoom chat going on here. We can follow your Zoom, Zoom boards. Um, we also just launched yesterday our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you're a regular listener, please go there and leave us a five-star review. It helps us out. We'd love to see your love. Um, and thank you all so much for being here. Thank you for leading us in prayer, Vera. It was, it was powerful for me to tune in and, and listen. Um, a couple of days ago, it was yesterday or a few days ago, we, had, uh, we were talking about humility and that uh, humiliation precedes humility. And that each day there's 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 a humbling moment where we're kind of we're kind of caught in the we kind of get caught with our hand in the cookie jar so to speak, um, and uh, I had one of those moments yesterday that uh, that I wanted I wanted to share and put out there because uh, um, normally during normally during the podcast I'm thinking like okay like what what verse or what section from a book or something we're going to reference or read or look at and so sometimes I was looking at that in the last couple of days, I was doing that during, during your prayer, Vera, during Vera's prayer. I was like looking at stuff. So then Vera sent me a text message afterwards saying, thanks so much for sending the shout out to Diana and for doing this and that. And just a little feedback. I've noticed the last couple of days, like <laughs> during the prayer, you seem to be like looking up stuff or doing something like maybe, you know, it's not a big deal, but maybe you can like pause and pray with us. <laughs> like that's a really good idea and i was thinking um and i was thinking that wow like that's that's really it in a nutshell that's me thinking that i've got to figure something out like i've got to figure out what to say i got to figure out what to reference i got to figure out where this is going and rather than like let me just pause with everybody else and get in that mood of prayer and recognize that like even this po- like i'm not even leading this podcast like this isn't this isn't my podcast this isn't your podcast. This isn't our podcast. This podcast has a divine purpose, like everything in our life. And allow me to just like, allow me to, to also surrender that as well. Allow me to surrender that as well. And, um, you know, and I was thinking of, we read yesterday from Richard Rohr, um, a Franciscan author who was saying that, you know, how do I know if I'm acting out of my true self or my false self? And he said that, um, I can gauge whether I'm acting out of my true self or false self by the degree to which I get offended. And if I'm feeling offended, I know that I'm acting out of my false self because the true self, the, 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 the true identity that we all have is, he said, it's too big, it's too real, it's too grounded, it's too, it's too full in, it, in itself to be offended by petty things in this world. And so when you sent that text message, there was that sting of like, oh, like I, I got, like I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be setting the example. And here I am, do, 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 distracted, looking at other stuff while the prayer. <laughs> and then he said, Richard, he said, it still stings a little bit, but it, the sting doesn't last very long. And you, and you quickly get resituated in yourself. So it was like, oh, that, that sting of like, caught you know like being called out and then like oh like wait a minute. no but like this is krishna speaking to me saying like listen like listen brother like like calm down and like let me just kind of lead and guide this so it was it was very it was a very very beautiful insight to me and it was like a very it was just for me in general like a like a life lesson of like okay like just be present in the moment and allow krishna allow god allow divine will to just kind of Guide. Like, I don't have to, I don't have to think two, three, four, five, ten steps ahead. Mm-hmm. I just have to be present here. Um, 
and it's it's kind of like 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 a car like if you heard this analogy like a car like a light like the lights if you're driving in the middle of the night in a car the light shines 10 feet ahead and that's all you can see so you just go those 10 feet and then as soon as you go 10 more feet you see the next 10 feet illuminated by the headlights you know mm-hmm. and so it, it doesn't you don't see the whole 10 miles ahead of you you just see the first 10 feet mm-hmm. and so it's like let me just be present in the conversation whatever because I, th- I think you know i was talking with a friend yesterday and um or earlier today and she was like you know my country is saying that you know we might not be able to leave for three years because of like a second wave of covid you know and then people are getting freaked out it's like nobody knows anything they're speaking out Mm -hmm. of their asana you know what i mean we none of us really know like let's just focus on today and the next step and not project too far into the future that was my lesson and that was my meditation today um and uh Somebody else was, was, was giving me solace, our good friend, uh, uh, tuned in and said, it's okay, I just texted somebody during the prayer. I'm also busted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I wanted to appreciate you, Vera, for looking out for me and having the courage to, to, to call me out. And also, uh, and it, it, was, it, was, it, was good, it was a good insight for this podcast. And it was also a good insight for my life in general. Like, wow, like how, how much of my time do I spend trying to figure out the next step? And I'm just mm-hmm. missing, I'm missing right where I'm here right now. Yeah, it's amazing. Because, you know, I, when, I, when I'm hearing you, you're talking about faith. You're talking about really trusting that you're, you're in God's will. You're in that river moving toward, toward, uh, toward Krishna. You're, you're in that river. And so you can trust in this moment right now. You're right where you're supposed to be. And, um, you know, I was, I'm appreciating you. You know, on the, on, on the other side, what I see you and someone just in general, you have this, this amazing um, intelligence and mind and devotional heart toward is planning. And it's, it's kind of like, okay, you know, um, being in the present moment, you know, in, in faith and also planning, you know, for the future, planning like we're going to live for a long time, planning like that, you know, our life depends on it also mm-hmm. in faith. You know, it's like these... The, 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 the tension between those things, because if you weren't planning all the things you planned for the Bhakti Center, we wouldn't be having a podcast right now. You know, if you weren't planning all the all the service you do day in and day out, we wouldn't have programs and events and, you know, people wouldn't feel taken care of and people wouldn't feel that somebody is really attentive to their needs and you know what needs to take place. You know, it takes that vision. It takes that planning down the road. And, and you do that so well. You do it with such a devotional mood. It's like, you know, it's like. If, if like the, like, oh man, like, you know, what I'm doing right now is for the betterment of human beings planning a few steps. It's like, okay, you're, you're, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that Doyle is planning ahead for all of us to continue having a community and programs and uh, nourishment to come back to. And so like the, the tension between those principles, when is it, when is my planning, you know, actually uh, a lack of my faith? You know, and, and an over-dependency on my controlling nature and my intelligence and my senses, you know, when is my planning actually blocking me from experiencing God's grace and experiencing that this moment right now, you know, God has placed me right where I'm supposed to be. When does that become actually a block or an obstacle? And then also, you know, when, when we're not planning, we're not thinking about the future, we're avoiding, right? When does that become an obstacle and a blockage acts actually in saying, no, you know what? There, there's a beautiful vision that God wants for all of us in our life. There's a beautiful castle. There's a beautiful temple like St. Francis building a temple brick, brick by brick. And uh, the first um, 
the first church that he built, he restored outside of Assisi, that he's building it brick by brick. He had a vision, you know, there was a divine inspired vision. And it wasn't, you know, just show, you know, like just this moment. No, it was moment after moment after moment, building something, building toward a beautiful vision. So when is, um, yeah, what, we can avoid that also. We can avoid actually investing and believing that God wants us to live a truly fulfilling, meaningful life. And, uh, you know, we could avoid that also. So mm. I, I, I found that in my own life that, you know, sometimes I could just be so uh, kind of focused on immediately what's happening in my life that I'm, I, I get kind of stuck in the obstacles and I'm almost like stuck in the mud and I'm like wrestling with God's will and, you know, and, and it becomes like this real struggle. It's like a self-imposed struggle. You know, it's like God's not asking me to struggle. God's asking me to pick my head out of the mud and see the brilliant sun shining, the sky, you know, and, and the expansiveness of the vision. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, I feel that tension. I feel that tension in those principles, you know, planning like we're going to live forever, praying right now, being in this present moment, living fully with fire right now like this is my last breath like this is my last day on this earth and the tension between those and so thank you for for ba balancing the tension Baba. yeah what, what what i'm hearing what you're saying is that the in some ways there's a sense of letting go of my plans surrendering that like planning nature so that i can relinquish control of how i think things need to be and just surrender that over like i don't know what the next step is so please guide my next step and there's also, but there's also times when we need to plan, like mm -hmm. if like things take planning <laughs> and, it, and sometimes we have a God given intelligence and sometimes that planning nature may be one of our gifts and we need to be exercising that by not exercising that planning nature. We're kind of denying, we're denying the, what, what God has given us to be used for a particular person. And so how do I know? Like if I should be pushing and planning and moving that forward or I should be surrendering and letting go and let, you know, let, let, let God take my next step. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like walk through the door. It's like, no, God will take the step for me. It's like, no, I need you to put your foot forward and walk through the door, like move, you know? Mm -hmm. And it, it reminded me of about, I don't know, this must've been, I'd been in New York for about 12, 12 years now when I first moved here. Um, you know, the Bhakti Center has gone, gone through so many developments and renovations. Like every floor of the building has been renovated and some of them twice. Um, and uh, when the Bhakti Center first kind of came about, there was a big like town hall meeting with a bunch of community members and leaders of like what the Bhakti Center should be. Like what, what's the vision of this place? What should we become? You know, there's so many different ideas and visions. What are we gonna do with this building? And Rana Swami was saying how we need to plan it's important to plan, but at the same time, there's always the Krishna factor, you know, that Krishna factor of like what things, but the thing is, you don't know the Krishna factor in the beginning and you don't discover the Krishna factor until you start moving. Mm. And so he said, you have to, you have to create a plan in order to start, in order to start moving mm. because it's, and it's, 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 and he said, you have to start, you have to be in the field. You, know, you have to get in the field because when you're in the field, you get realizations. But if you don't get in the field, if you don't get into the field, you're not going to get those realizations. It's not going to be revealed to you, you know? And so it's kind of like you need a plan in order to put yourself in the arena where Krishna can start to guide your actions and your, and your thoughts and your, and your words. If you just stop and wait, 
you're not going to get there because you're going to be immobile. You're going to be inert. But it's like you have to get – so you have to have a plan in order to start moving. But you have to be detached from that plan because at some point, Krishna's going to interject and say, this is – okay, now that you're moving – and because then when he reveals that plan to you, you'll have realization. Mm-hmm. You'll have been in that field. So he said you have to be – I remember this specifically. He said when you're in the field, you get realizations. Mm-hmm. And so if we, if we move forward with that plan, understanding that Krishna, I'm not moving forward with this plan because I think that this is like, it has to be this way. I'm moving forward because I'm just, it's, it's all I have. In the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, no one can be inactive even for a moment. Mm-hmm. So I've got to be, I'm moving somewhere. So let me move in the best way I know possible. And at the same time, completely allow Please, please leave me completely open to be guided and, and, and redirected by you. Like, am I, willing, am I willing to take a step with full faith and confidence in the direction that I best know I can? And at the same time, am I fully willing to be redirected at any moment mm-hmm. if that becomes clear and obvious to me? Mm-hmm. Um, and a few, few people have been, have been noticing, um, uh, Viv, you mentioned in our, 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 our chat room, Raghunath just said yesterday, leave, leave room for magic. And so it's like, like, like uh, we take India pilgrimages sometimes and we, we, we need to create some sort of itinerary. We can't just be like, we're taking an Indian pilgrimage. Where are you going? I don't know. Just book a plane ticket to India. I'll meet you there. <laughs> it's like, you can't, it's like we have an itinerary. We're going to Rajasthan. We're going to Rishikesh. We're going to Vrindavan. And these are the kind of places and the meals. What are we going to have for our meals? I don't know. We're just going to wake up and see what Krishna provides. It's hopefully somebody makes us lunch. It's like, no, you make those plans. But then you also, you don't make it so tight because you have to leave room for the magic to happen where, mm. you know, something, something pops up that you didn't expect. It's like, oh, and, and you get, somebody invites you into this beautiful temple that you didn't know existed or somebody invites you over to lunch that you weren't planning for or you just meet somebody, you know, randomly that, 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 that creates this amazing experience. And so it's like you have a basic, we have to create a basic plan and at the same time be willing to be redirected and, and, um, be open and not be not 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 fool ourselves into thinking that I got to figure it all out because if not it's not going to fall into place. Right. Yeah. What a tension. It's such. I mean, this is the tension of life. Like this is the the constant discovery that we're in. You know, we're we're trying to put our finger on it. It's so dynamic. It's pulsating. It's life. It's ebbing. It's flowing. We're trying to catch Krishna's will. We're trying. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to catch the wave of God's will. Right. Mm. Experience the the magic that everything has meaning and everything in some way is helping us to awaken spiritually and bring us closer to the divine. So it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's amazing, you know, as I'm hearing you talk about it, I'm just like, wow, like this is literally every single person on the planet, everyone. We're trying Mm. to find that. Like we're trying to find that. I really know what I'm doing. It's aligned with divine will. How do I know that? How do I have that certainty? How do I have that faith? How do I have that conviction? And so much of it, like just as we're we're talking about, it's like, man, it is this moment-to-moment consciousness. And it's this moment-to-moment association Mm. with other people trying to do the same thing, other teachers that are more seasoned on the path. And it's it's shift, get redirected, and we find actually there's a more direct route. Or maybe we take a, a, a path and we think it's so roundabout or we're so off, and then all of a mm. sudden it opens up into that valley and the, the beauty and the splendor of the divine is revealed to us again. So it's this, 
it is it's intense mm. it's intense you know totally and, and it's it's a question i mean i know i'm looking at looking at our zoom board right now it is a question that is in our hearts constantly yeah. you know it, it is the life that i'm living is it aligned with that will totally is um I was I was gonna try to go the whole podcast without looking anything up, but I, I got too excited and I looked up a couple of Bhagavad Gita verses. Um, go go. Um, and so I was thinking I was thinking I was thinking of two verses. One is in um um well first of all Mogaji was putting up on the chat board things meet us as we walk ahead and that was a very beautiful quote. Thanks Mogaji for mentioning that out there that we have to start walking and then and then we meet Krishna on the path when we start mm-hmm. walking. Um, but I was thinking of, of, of in the second chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, where Krishna is saying to Arjuna, um, you have a right to perform your prescribed duty. You have a right to perform your prescribed duty. Or in this verse, it's, it's uh, prescribed duty is, is translated into the word karma. Karma means action, activity. You have a right to, to do your, you have a right to act in this world, but you're not entitled to the fruits of action. Meaning that like the results are not yours. So act, like act with full, full force and full confidence, but be completely surrendered to the results. Never consider yourself the cause of the results of your activities and never be attached to not doing your duty. Meaning don't be, don't be too attached to like, to renunciation. You know what I mean? Like don't be complacent. And so he's saying like, uh, don't, be, don't consider yourself the cause. And I think that's where a lot of planning comes from. I think I'm the cause. I think it rests on me. I think that if it's like, it's only me making this happen and therefore I've got to like figure, and it, 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 I think anxiety and fear, like fear is the opposite of faith, you know? And then I was thinking, relating that to this, to the 10th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, um, there's these beautiful verses in the 10th chapter, eight, nine, 10, and 11, um, Actually, I'm going to read all of them because they go, they go together so beautifully. Verses 8, 9, 10, and 11 in the Bhagavad Gita are, some, are referred to sometimes as the Chatur Shloki, like the four quintessential, like it's all packed in there. And in verse 8, Krishna says, I am the source of all spiritual material worlds. Everything emanates from me. So he's like, okay, that, that there, is, there is a higher power, like there is God and everything emanates from me. And what happens when you know that? The wise who perfectly know this engage in my devotional service and worship me with all my all their hearts so when you understand me to be the supreme lord of everything you know the 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 creator the maintainer you ultimately start to see me as a supreme lover and your reaction to that is to worship me with all your hearts and devotion not fear me but to love me and he says the thoughts of my pure devotees dwell in me and their lives are fully devoted to my service and they derive great satisfaction and bliss from always enlightening one another and conversing about me. So that means my, my devotees are just absorbed in thoughts of me and, and we're just absorbing ourselves and we're discussing and we're dividing great bliss and satisfaction. And then this is the verse 10, that one of my favorite verses in the Bhagavad Gita, that to those who are constantly devoted to serving me with love. So if you're doing that, if you recognize who I am and you give your life in service to me, I will give you the understanding by which you can come to me. Like that gift is given as a blessing like the intelligence and understanding it. And it comes not from like, you can see those memes sometime of like somebody with like the triangle and the angle and the number. That's the answer. How to do it. It's like, no, Krishna from within. And that last verse of the section to show them special mercy, I dwelling in their hearts. 
destroy with the shining lamp of knowledge the darkness born of ignorance. And so it's like, I, from within your heart, like, where is that going to come? It's going to come from with that guidance from within the heart. But how can I receive that guidance? I can receive that guidance by living a life of devotion and, 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 and service and, and, and surrendering myself to your will by, um, by, by love and by service. And so mm -hmm. Moga said, calculating and scheming. No, it's not, it's not through calculating and, by those who calculate and scheme, I reveal their next step in life. No, it's like those who surrender to me with love and faith. Mm -hmm. It's like that gets revealed. And, and, and you piggyback that off of the verse from the second chapter that you have a right to perform your prescribed duty. You have, you, you have to do your karma in this world. You have to do your dharma. You have to live it out. But don't, be, but don't do it as a sense of, I've got a plan to figure it out. Do it as a sense of, I'm just taking the next, I'm just taking the next best step I know how to take, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, and if it's the right step, please give me courage to do it. And if it's the wrong step, please redirect me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So beautiful to be in that consciousness and we're working toward that. Of course, that's something that it's like a, it's like, I feel like a goldfish. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know that the goldfish it's, it's said to forget everything every seven seconds. And so Sounds like me. Um, I kind of feel like a simpleton, a, a simpleton in my life in many ways that, you know, yeah, okay. You know, yeah, forgetting and remembering, kind of oscillating between that. And, you know, hearing you right now, it's like, wow, it's so, it's so simple. It's not, doesn't mean the premise is, okay, I'm with God every single moment. And, and just by, Remembering the pastimes of God, remembering the words of God, remembering the names of God, you know, seeing God within the hearts of others, like just having that as a filter. It's like I put those glasses on when I wake up in the morning. You know, I, I, um, I remember that that's what I want to see the world through. By doing that, then that wisdom and that knowledge of actually how we can align with our higher power, align with that will is illuminated from within our own hearts. And how, how beautiful is that, right? I'm looking for that torchlight. I'm wandering through this world in darkness and I'm looking for, looking for that torch. I'm looking for that illumination, that light to guide the path. And it's right there within my heart. And it takes faith, right? It takes us, it takes us really giving the time and really giving the energy, you know, giving the focus, giving the attention, really believing that actually, you know, by bringing my meditation, by bringing my, my mind, by bringing my senses, my, my touch, my words, my taste, in some way, bringing those into contact with spiritual energy, eating sanctified food, reciting the names of God, you know, calling out the names of God through those spiritual practices that that lamp lights up, that lamp becomes illuminated. And, and that takes us really, really diving in. It takes us actually really giving the, the time and the energy to that practice every single day. You know, it's like, if we're going to, to spark up a fire, you know, and we're just kind of halfway, you know, sparking the, the flint, right? We're just kind of barely doing it. No, it takes this real focus, this real steady attention to actually light that fire and to have that torch illuminate. And so how do we in our life really, you know, here in a lecture from Randa's phone, it's like to have that faith, you know, to have that, that strength and that conviction that yes, by applying myself to these spiritual practices, by really applying myself, it is. It's like friction. I'm creating a fire. That fire will blaze. It will burn within our, our hearts and it will illuminate our consciousness, illuminate our path. And so just hearing you share, it just brings that back. And I've been feeling that more and more as like 
Krishna's laying out this clear vision for us in the Bhagavad Gita. He's giving us like these benchmarks of what are we aspiring for? You know, we're aspiring to ignite that lamp, ignite that fire, you know? Mm. And uh, Beautiful. Light the fire. Light my fire, Veer. Thank you so much. We love all you guys. That's our time for today. Um, and so I encourage you all to uh, take your next step, whatever it looks like, but recognize that you may be redirected at some point and that's okay too. We got to take that step. And, um, and so act with full force and whatever life direction you feel you need to go and it, it continuously check in with your inner guide. It's, it's a question of, you know, what, are, what activities are bringing me closer to stoking that fire? you know and so anyways i love you veer i love all you baby guys. let me light your fire okay there we're we gonna go. light that we're gonna light that fire that's what we're gonna do that's that, that it takes energy it takes energy all of us right now we know we get sometimes we get in that mood and you know we get we're chilling and we're laying back you know and yeah, we gotta light. We have to activate ourselves. We gotta step into it. You know, it's it's not. We're not giving ourselves just a halfway workout. You know, just kind of going through the motions. We're showing up. What is our devotion? What is that? If it's one minute today, let me give myself to it fully. Let's see the effect of it. I guarantee you, it'll be transformational. So, I'm in. I'm doing one minute of practice. One one minute of fire practice. You guys today. All right. Sounds beautiful. I'm in. We love you guys so much. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in. Um, we're happy to have you here. If you want to hear recordings or share with friends, we are officially on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your podcast, check us out. If you're a regular listener or you just want to show us some love, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating. It helps us out a lot. We'd love to love to see and receive your love there. Um, you can tune if you're listening on Instagram live or listening to recording, we have a live zoom chat that happens every day. We'd love to, for you to be a part of, if you want to interact with us live on chat boards or see your smiling face, you can write to us at prayerrevolution at buckycenter.org or go to buckycenter.org slash online to check out all of our other offerings that we're having online during this time. We love you very, very much. We're glad that you're here and, uh, we will see you next time. Sound good? Yeah. Grateful, grateful <laughs> to be with you, DG. Grateful to be with everybody. Have a beautiful day. Love you. Beautiful. Take care, everybody. See you guys. Hari, hari. Thank you for your thank you for showing up, Dr. Louis with Sheba. AJ saying we gotta step up our game and reach Sheba with this episode. We gotta we gotta we gotta pump him up. We gotta light his fire. Well, Prabhu, like for See me, later, like I gotta I, you know. I got a guarantee.